There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I'll be honest, I hate most people, uh, except oh. really, really, really old people. God, I love old people. Well, my favorite people in town are the ones that are so old they've got one foot in the grave. And I will pull over and stop and talk to these guys for as long as it takes just because I love old farts. And I just discovered this morning an old fart from Minnesota. Okay. I'm absol- and he's a jumpsuit-wearing old fart. My favorite <laughs> Yes. <laughs> either jumpsuits or um, bib overalls. Anyway, we've got some audio of this guy. Uh, Ross, hit the uh, hit the button, my friend. Hi, TikTok fans. Papa <laughs> Jake here. You can probably <laughs> tell by my oh. outfit here <laughs> that I've got some news to share with you. I've been holding on to this secret for months. I was uh, part of Mr. Beast 1 to 100. I can now speak about it. If you haven't seen the video, check it out. I don't play a, a very big part in the whole thing. Okay, that's, that's enough. He sounds like a prospector. <laughs> yes. When so he says old. Mr. Beast, what do you think? Um, I know what I think. <laughs> I was in Mr. Beast. I mean, the Beast, like, I'm thinking, like, of a superhero the oh, beast. I was thinking really, really uh, um, septuagenarian porn. Actually. Oh my god! <laughs> but this what? is far, it's far from it. That far from exists. It. Before we talk more about him, uh, Ross, you also have another audio clip from. Uh, yes, I do. My, my buddy Papa Jake from okay. TikTok. <laughs> I just got back from my trip to France, and, and one of the highlights of my life is meeting little girl in France with a big smile and a big love for Papa Jake. This is to Aaliyah. You have captured my heart when I start thinking of all the wonderful things that happened to me over in France. You rise right to the top. You're the most wonderful thing that has happened to me. In my 99 years, thank you so much. Papa Jake loves you. I so, just got back. Um, neither one of us are on TikTok, Don, because uh, we both <laughs> we both think it's evil, right? It's not something that I need to spend my time <laughs> yeah, on. It's not. It's just for like me. knowing that. I could be lost in hours of video where I'm not accomplishing anything in life. I do that for my job. And so then in my free time, I definitely don't want to just watch random people doing things. I'd rather watch a show or I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Isn't isn't your mom heavily into or is this yes. somebody else? Okay, it is your mom. My mom watches TikToks. 
because my brother-in-law put it on her phone, and I'm like, great, thanks. So uh, She sends I'm, me, like, this priest is on TikTok, and I'm like, great. And and your mom listens to this show, right? I think so, yeah. So uh, I really hope she looks up Papa Jake on, I'm sure she uh, on uh, TikTok because the guy's fascinating. 100 years old, born in Owatonna, Minnesota, has more than 600,000 followers on TikTok. <laughs> and he was in France uh, marking uh, at the American Cemetery, marking the 79th anniversary of the uh, assault that led to the liberation of France and Western Europe um, from Nazi control. He got actually he got in on the planning on D-Day. Oh, <laughs> this I have to read this paragraph. Who does this remind you of? What's big, big, now dead celebrity does this remind you of? This is his words. I got in on the planning of D-Day. I'm just a country boy. Now I'm a star on TikTok. <laughs> Am I supposed to guess? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Mickey, it reminds me of Mickey Rooney. Oh, I was, I was yes. a big star. Big star. Oh, yes. I, I knew everybody. I was everywhere. <laughs> big star. Oh, anyway, uh, that's a little aside. Anyway, he uh, not only was he in on the planning of D-Day, but then he landed on Omaha Beach where he ran under machine gun fire and made it up to the cliffs without being wounded. He served his uh, full time in France and uh, came home and lived a full life. And now he's a big star on TikTok. And um, I, I had not heard him until about, what, 30 minutes ago when Ross and I started talking and Ross looked for some audio. I love this guy. I would love to go down to O Town, yeah, and hang out with Jake for a few uh, few hours, just talking to him and listening to him tell stories. Can you imagine? Yeah, it sounds like a great time. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was just really something. Um, you know, I'm in a really, really, really bad mood, and uh, uh, Papa Jake almost put me in a good mood. He's so cool. Um, Folks, just spend time with the elderly. They're really cool. You know, oh. once you once you get past the stinky diapers and the drool and oh. all of that and the weird smells, they're really, really cool people, and you learn a lot. You really do. Uh, I'm trying to find this woman on Instagram. It's it's a grandma that I follow. Follow follower. Uh, Grandma Jeroniak <laughs> is her name. I'll send you a clip, Ross, and maybe we can play it after the break here. But she's pretty exciting. She's she's real surly. She's like, I'm going out on a date, and he better not try anything. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> this, I mean, this grandson, she has 1.2 million followers. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is my outfit today. <laughs> is there a, a, um, a time limit to the videos you can put up? I thought they all had to be short, like under 30 seconds. Well, you can, they'll only play for um, an amount of time, and then it can go to an extended Real, if you want to click on it and watch the whole thing, so, so it's you, like you do know a lot about TikTok. Um, no, that is Instagram. I don't know anything oh. about TikTok. See, yeah. um, these TikTok videos make their way onto Facebook. I think it's called Reels, and they just come up randomly when I'm, you know, looking for snowmobile parts to buy. All of a sudden, I find myself uh, watching these Reels, and the next thing you know, three hours have gone by, and I've been sitting there like a drooling fool watching random videos, and a lot of them came from TikTok. Okay, I and, see, yeah. And you know what a conspiracy nut I am. I always think if I'm watching anything from TikTok, that means China is crawling up my backside, right? Then That's they, right. Yeah, yeah, they now know everything about uh, about me. They can see me going to the bathroom and taking a shower and, um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't fear that China that that I have anything that China wants because I'm just, you know, what do they want from me? You know, I don't really have that fear, but I just think that they're thing other things they're doing than getting into my business. But that's the old Gary Hart theory. Um, that was his name, right? He was a politician. Oh, sure, yeah. Been accused of cheating. He yeah. said, no, I got nothing to hide. You can follow me around, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, they followed him around and they caught him cheating. Donna Rice, right? Wasn't that who I he was I think so. With? I just... On a boat. On a boat, and she's on his lap, and she's redhead, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, and so that's what I think. I always think they, well, they're looking for something nefarious. Eventually, they're going to find something, and they're going to ruin <laughs> right. my rotten okay. little life. Gotcha. Ross, can I... About- yeah, can I play another video for you from Jake? Yeah, this, play a Jake the, video. This one, they put a filter on him, so it's his younger version of himself on the screen with him. Oh, so that yeah. give, that'll give a little context to this video. That's like your younger self. Wow. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> it's a filter. A filter, and I get, uh, I look look like I'm, uh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty good looking. Holy smokes. <laughs> You're, You're a magician. <laughs> How does it do it, for crying's sakes? It looks like I even got hair up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, he's great. I'll post in in the show notes here. I'll I'll post a link to his TikTok for anybody who wants to attempt to be uh, invaded by the uh, Chinese. I do know that, like, you don't have to download TikTok or sign up for it to watch TikTok videos. Like, you don't have to be signed in as a user. So I can watch things that, you know, I can get on there if I want to. I just, I know that I know my personality and I'm just, I would just do it forever. My uh, radio partner Bradley says that it he has a time limit on it, and it like tells him you've been on TikTok an hour, and that's when he gets off. Like you an can set hour. it for thirty minutes. Like you've been on this for thirty minutes. Are you sure you want to be on TikTok for that long? So, well, we could. What's worse, watching TV for an hour or watching TikTok for an hour? What's the difference? <clears throat> I think the difference is um, is that you know there are artists involved in creating TV shows where a bunch of people are making a living and getting paid. There are writers, directors, I could go on and on. This is just like candy. So that's a meal, and TikTok is candy. You know, it's just people doing funny stuff. And it's also, I think it ruins your memory because your attention span becomes shorter and shorter because everything in it is like 15 seconds, and it's a dopamine hit. They use the same techniques that they do in casinos and online gambling that they do with these social media um, uh, apps, like it's proven, they do the same thing, and you you get a dopamine hit. It's like I got one, and then you just want more and more and more. Ross is guilty of actually perpetrating this. Is he? He's not listening right now, is he? He's listening. I'm trying to listen to this audio that Dawn sent me, so it's I'm, called, I'm half it, listening to you. It's called shorts, where um, we've been told by um, the people in charge. That we should provide, and God, I hate this word, um, provide content. What we do isn't having conversations or talking or interviewing. It's content. They've dumbed it down to content. And we should keep this content under one minute. And it's just insulting to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's like what? we have to cater to people's short attention spans. So what if TikTok, run by the Chinese government, evil Ooh. coronavirus, <laughs> what if that's part of just dumbing down the American public, just making us more stupid than we already are? We don't read books anymore. We don't do research. Nobody goes to the library to learn anything. Mm. We're just dumbbells sitting around watching 60-second videos on our on our phones. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you buying should, that? Uh, am I buying that? Yeah, I'm buying that from you. Good. Not the Chinese thing, because oh. all, there's these are American companies. This is Mark Zuckerberg. He owns Instagram, you know. TikTok's the only one that, you know, is a foreign application. So, entity? Entity. With entity. What's the difference? Because you, you're on Instagram every day, right? Uh, no. I am oh, not. you're not? No, I haven't are, posted anything in a long time, which is bad. But Are no. you as lax with your Instagram as you are with your Twitter? Because you're really yeah. bad on Twitter, I seriously. Really am. Like, I look at things like two weeks later, and I'm, I like things. Well, That's, I just don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not good at multitasking. Like, I, when I'm doing a show. Are you kidding me? You're the best. <laughs> I've seen but, you doing five things at once. You're really good at it. But I also don't, when I'm broadcasting I cannot do like looking at Twitter and also doing the show. Like I need to have my attention on it. Right. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not like virtue signaling here like, oh, I'm saying it's not a good thing. Like okay. I wish that I could do both and I just can't. Right. I can't. I'll get sucked into Twitter and then I don't know, Twitter just is kind of trash now. Totally. It's totally trash. It's showing me things that I'm like, why am I getting this? Who yeah. who is this person? I don't the, even know. The bots are really taking over too. Yeah, you, I don't. Yeah. You should see my message requests. It's all porn and spam accounts. Whoa. Oh, it'll be the same for all of you. You yeah. don't know it until you go look and oh, then you're yeah, going to see it. Even, it's just it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> I feel like whenever I send a tweet your way that I should be calling you right away. Hey, I, I just sent you a tweet. I'm could so you, sorry. Could you please respond to it within a month? I'm you know, old. I'm an old lady. <laughs> what you should do, Kenny, is tweet her, then drop a note in the mail. Yeah. Send it across town. <laughs> I probably would. Like Pony Express. <laughs> I tweeted you. Just do that, please. Just I'll give you my address. And then you can just, I tweeted you on Thursday at 3.13 p.m. Well, you just responded to a tweet I sent, I think, a week or two ago. Yeah, it was like in May. It was It was when I was in um, Missouri. Oh, right. I Ah, I hated that because I'm like, oh, no, this is really cool. And I wish I would have been. And, and I start getting a complex. I'm thinking, um, I finally pissed. She hates me now. I oh, finally my God, did please the don't. One, the one person on the planet I don't want to piss off. I finally, oh my God. I finally drove her away. And then uh, seven days later, I get a retweet or a like. I'm sorry, and I'm like, yes. Yay, John oh, still God. likes me. We got her. This is the thing. We're still friends. We get so many emails for I know, the My I know. Talk Show that yeah. I am I feel like I'm constantly trying to keep up with that. And it's really a lot. I generally or genuinely think the people who consume this podcast generally understand what we're trying to do here. Yeah. We're just having fun. We're talking amongst each other. We're and BSing we, about like, random stories. And I love people to send me an email and comment on things if it's like once in a while. But if it's like every 15 minutes and you've got 50 of those, it's a lot. And they 
It's just, the, here the I world. am. I, I sound so, I am so sorry if I sound like really arrogant right now or terrible. It's just, there are no limits. Well, right. but think about it though. Today, in today's world, how many different ways can somebody get a hold of you, Don McLean, or you, Kenny Olson, or me? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, phone, Snapchat. Yeah. Snail mail. <laughs> Snapchat. You know, somebody years ago signed me up for uh, something called LinkedIn. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, somebody boy. at work. And um, mm-hmm. I have never been to my LinkedIn, um, whatever it's called, it would be yeah, la- landing page or, yeah. or their profile. And I don't know how to get there. And I don't know the, pro- the, the password or the name or anything. And I continue to this day to get all sorts of emails from LinkedIn. Yeah, telling you, hey, you should be on LinkedIn. Somebody search for you and all yeah, this stuff. I am also not you. on LinkedIn. And I know that everybody in the world who's involved in business is on LinkedIn. Why? But I'm like, I don't want to do this. No. I just don't. And maybe that's my fault when I'm looking for a job next. I might fill it out. <laughs> maybe after this podcast. <laughs> I but, found your LinkedIn profile, Kenny. <laughs> you did? It has yeah. nothing on it. You have one follower, one connection. Name, Olson Ken. Title, traffic reporter, knucklehead at Hubbard Broadcasting. <laughs> Well, that would have been a promotions, a promotions director from 20 years ago, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Easily. They're like, you need a LinkedIn. And there's also a guy on Facebook with my same name who people think is me. It's it's not me. I'm on Facebook, but you won't be able to find me. And I don't accept friends or have friends or Mm-mm. search friends out. Mm-hmm. I use Facebook for marketplace, basically, and for um, dirt yeah. track racing and snowmobile racing. That's it. Yeah, I have a... I have a fan page. Oh, do you? That's it. But then the 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 account that it's associated to, I don't have. I have like three friends, and it's just people that I need to contact with to do instant messaging for the show. Sure. So that's how I used it. But I, it's because I can't handle all of these different platforms where people can get in touch with me. Right. I also don't want to link my. Fa- it seemed Facebook seems so personal, like. I had my college friends on there and my family members and every place they work. And, you know, you can click and really snoop into people's lives and my family's life. And that's not anybody's business that I'm doing my job for that doesn't know me. That's the way I feel. So I just got rid of it. Facebook also relies heavily on algorithms, too, right? I think so. Yeah. Here's my problem with this um, Reels thing with Facebook, where all of a sudden I'm watching videos and I don't know how it started, and sometimes I don't know when it ends. Um, as you know, I really, 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 really hate Kevin Costner. <laughs> but because of Facebook, and I'm guessing because I watched one video about Yellowstone, it now gives me all sorts of videos oh, on, on the show yeah. Yellowstone. And now I found myself actually this morning, I Googled, where can I watch Yellowstone? I might actually have to watch Yellowstone. And it's because of Facebook algorithms. And I'm guessing Yellowstone promotes itself through Facebook. Is that correct? Oh, I'm sure they pay yeah, to be those, on there. Yeah, that's sure. the way it works. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, there's um there's a Yellowstone episode where some bikers on their way to Sturgis uh, cut a fence, uh, Kevin Costner's fence, and they're partying. And then that doesn't end well for the bikers. And then there's a, a girl, and I don't, she looks like actually um, Half Pint 
from Home on the Prairie. <laughs> yeah, Little House she, on the Prairie. She looks like Laura a grown. Eagles Wilder. Yeah, she looks like a grown-up uh, half pint. What's her name? M- Melissa. Melissa. Something. Um, something. Oh shoot! It's, it's not her, but it's somebody that looks just like Gilbert. Her. Melissa yeah. Gilbert. And every time she comes on, I have to watch because I just find her fascinating. And then there's a girl on there who talks funny, who is a tom- I would call her a tomboy, but she she's not a lesbian. Um, but she's a cow. <laughs> How do you know? No, but she could she, be. She's banging dudes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so how anytime, do you know? How do you know? <laughs> and once again, how so, do you know? Every time she comes on, I have to watch her. And then I spent, I think, 20 to 30 minutes last night watching the uh, progressive um, relationship between one of the cowboys and some barrel racing gal. Okay, so you're watching 30-minute clips of a show of- that you don't even know the beginning of? I don't know anything about this show oh other God. than it's, it's somewhere in Montana, and it's a ranch, and it's Kevin Costner. And if yeah. anybody else was playing the Kevin Costner role, I would be watching it. I mean, Gilbert uh-huh. Gottfried, I, I'd watch anybody. Give me anybody but Kevin Costner, <laughs> and I'll Kinison. watch it. Yeah, yeah Sam, not, anybody, he's, anybody. He's, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so you're spending that much time watching clips of Yellowstone. You should just watch it. Yeah, I think you're right. And I don't have, I don't know what network is on, but Paramount, maybe? I, I don't know. have that, yeah. so I'm, I'm not sure going to sign up. I'm sure we'll get emails and, tw- and How tweets. great. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, just can I don't. hit you with something completely random, kind of on the topic we were just spending a good chunk on? Go ahead, Reavers. I, I mean... Um, uh, I know. It's, it's very, it's very <laughs> no. random, but I think you're going to appreciate this. This is... You maybe... Maybe we... If we've played this, my apologies. This is an interview with a farmer from 1929. Oh. And he's 87 years old. I think you'll actually really enjoy this. Okay. Now, I follow accounts like this on, um, on YouTube. Old history accounts, yeah. and I've seen sl- uh, former slaves being interviewed. Oh my gosh! Um, people that were in uh, the Civil War being interviewed. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever? I, s- I love this sort of stuff. Have you ever seen the video of the guy who was at the Lincoln assassination? Yes, yes, yeah, I have. That's incredible. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's incredible. Oh my gosh! Uh, this it's is actually Kevin Costner, isn't it? This is pretty darn entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty darn entertaining, and you just tell me when you're bored with it, Kenny. Go ahead. Well, let me skip this ad here first. Darn YouTube. Correct. Uh, now, yeah. I exercise a little, but I don't call it work. Uh, I don't call this work. Why, this is play. You see how nice that is? You've seen many things happen change in your day, Mr. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We live in a world of change. The trees are just the same as they were when I was a boy, only larger. What is he, a leprechaun? in the east and sets in the west. <laughs> but when I was a boy, we didn't have the telegraph, and we didn't have the telephone, of course, nor the electric lights, nor any of these other things which have come out to bother us and help us. The good old days were pretty good, pretty good. Don't you boys think that you are living in just the best time in the world's history? First rate. But it's no better than uh, our father's had, and I don't believe it's very much better than our grandchildren. Can't understand a word he's saying. <laughs> yes, yes, that's Hudson over there. Okay, you can nice kill that. I oh love my that. God, that's fantastic! I, love it. <laughs> I mean, they I don't care ask. about the way their voice sounds because yeah, they didn't yeah. constantly hear recordings of other people talking. So that's just someone talking. It's 
crazy. But all of these old videos like that from people that were alive in the 1800s, they all they all talk like that. <laughs> really funny talk, you know. Yeah. Uh, we on horseback. Yeah, and then a long time we, ago. And my great-grandpa, he bought him a tractor, and uh, all that cost him $800, and he cried for six months. He thought he made the biggest mistake of his life. He did. You know? I don't know why, but I get such a kick out of the line, because I've watched that a few times now, where he tells don't you boys think we're living in the best time? It's 1929. They're coming out of the Great Depression. <laughs> I know. Right, it's right. like the Dust Bowl. Okay. Oh. You've got me. Uh, now I, I'm going to have to look up the one channel I really... Um, why don't we take a break, Ross? And when we come back, I want to kind of change subjects, but I'll tell you the exact channels on YouTube uh, that I watch um, about this history stuff. Let, we'll be right back. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They just put my name on it, and I want to see it. And I want to show you, too. It was $3,000, and it better look good. I'm getting buried next to my husband, and I want to put lipstick on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not dying yet, but it's good oh. to be prepared. It's good to be prepared. I'm going to wear these earrings because I'm going to look like it someday. Let me show you my outfit. This is my outfit for the cemetery. I hope the all the ghosts like it. They're all dead, and that's the way it goes. Yeah. See you there. Look how good it looks. Her all grave. All you have to do is carve the date. Carve the date. She's talking about going to visit her gravestone. The first part cut off when I hit play. If it's, you wanted. Already, it's already set up. A lot of people do that, don't I they? I think it's a really good idea because it doesn't burden your family to pay for all that crap. Oh. Like, do it in advance. Like, put down a deposit for your funeral. I don't know. Oh, we could go down a really this... dark road that I went down last night laying in bed. Ooh. Oh, my God. And it was that very topic, how I should be right now, I should be selling everything. Mm, yeah. That's really? called Swedish death cleaning. What is it? It's called Swedish death cleaning. The Swedes don't believe that you should just have a bunch of junk to burden your family with when you die. So they're like... This is what we do. We clean things out all the time. We don't have a lot of stuff because it's just not nice to leave it for your family. Swedish so, death cleaning. This is actually a thing. Yeah. I may, I was laying there doing mental inventory. I have way too many boats. Um, I've inherited all that. My dad's still alive, but for some reason I have all of his crap now. Mm -hmm. So I've got tractors to get rid of, yeah, boats get rid to of get it. rid of, all, all of this stuff that I don't need that just 
keeps accumulating that yeah. I really should be getting rid of because I don't want to burden her or my son or anybody else with this crap. Yeah, can you imagine all the stuff they'd have to go through? Oh. Oh, it's, it's uh, so awful. No, and I've seen it before where elderly friends of mine have passed and they end up having an auction. Yeah. You know, it's a farm So random auction. people get it. Anyway, and these randos are going through this stuff before the sale starts, like vultures. Oh yeah, and, you know, and and then hanging out by it, and then underbidding it, and taking stuff that, like your dad or your grandpa loved and cherished, and they're buying it for nothing. And sometimes they're turning it. All they're doing is oh, they're re- turning all of it. Yeah, reselling it. Yeah. So Ye- don't do that because in antique stores and flea markets, I also see a like bundles of people's old black and white photos. And I actually sometimes feel like I need to buy them so that they have a place. But then I'm accumulating more stuff. But I just feel bad. I'm like, oh, my God, why? I have to write this down. (laughs) Tell me again. Swedish Swedish death cleaning. Just look it up. There's techniques and all kinds of stuff. Kenny, what you could do, because I know you'd love to hit the open road. Why don't you sell a fair amount of the stuff? pocket a lot mm-hmm. of the cash, you know, for a rainy day or for, you know, your gravestone, correct. That untimely event, you move on, but then take some of that money and treat yourself to a nice vacation after you move the stuff. That's right. I think that sounds like a, a great idea. idea. Yep. First, John, you've pay for got, your funeral. You've got a storage um, unit full uh, of stuff. I, you know what I we hate do? it. We, we had a long conversation before this show started, before we started taping about you know, bringing this show to an end because it's stupid. Why don't we use this show to sell our shit? Oh, God. I'm please. I've got stuff that I'll just give away. I want to point out in roughly 92-ish days, we'll do another game at the State Fair of win win Don's crap from the uh, storage unit. How do I get three wood boats into the fair? Um, Well, you can just take pictures and say, this is what it is. If you want it, I will. But will they know where you live then? Yeah. That See, that's you know what my storage unit is away from my home, so I'm fine with people coming there. When I can, have, can you move the boats, Kenny? Are they well, are they movable? Two of them are wood boats that have been restored, and they're wonderful. One of them is a, a, a wood duck boat that has not been restored. They're heavy, Ross. I know, but you, could you move them to a on location? A oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where you could just... Like the Walmart parking <laughs> lot. That's what I was just going to say. Go to your biggest shopping center and say, meet me here, it's yours. Fishing boats, um, flat-bottom boats, canoes... Um, a lot of stuff, a, a lot of these boats the state doesn't know about, so I don't know how you'd ever register them. Yeah, well. Yeah. And huh. I'm not going to help you haul it. <laughs> you got to load it. Be prepared. I will have yeah. some people with me so you don't kidnap me, but they're not helping either. They're just oh there my for gosh. protection. I'm and so and what are the other, what are all the other phrases you see on Facebook? Um, don't. Don't ask me if this is available. If the ad is up, it's available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't bother me with all your stupid questions. Just come look at it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is these people who sign up on, because I've occasionally sold stuff on Marketplace. Have and, you? And people, yeah, and I've had pretty good success with oh, it, actually. Great. But people will, they'll go into all these local accounts. And it's kind of your fault for assuming that they're local. But it says, must pick up. 
Then you right. get through the negotiation process, and the person will be like, I'm just outside of Cedar Rapids. Can you mail right. it here? No, F you. Oh, right. for the love. <laughs> or, or will not hold it. So you're in Nebraska. I've got the cash. I really, really want to buy it. I can't get there till Saturday, but you won't hold it for me. Okay. Well, maybe they got to get out quick because their right. meth lab's being shut down. <laughs> it is Nebraska. Can let's, you, let's, you, go ahead. Oh, Ross. sorry. You promised your YouTube channels that you like to watch oh, oh, that yeah, people I, should I'm know about. I'm looking at it. There's two of them right now. Okay. Uh, the History Underground is one. It's basically about Gettysburg and World Ooh. War II. And then the other one where you can see all the cool old interviews is called Life in the 1880s. Ooh. Oh. And the last post made was from 11 days ago titled woman born in 1878 talks about childhood in the 1880s wow okay, okay. i'm gonna watch I'm following those, those. Uh, what was the first one life in the 1880s and the other one the history underground okay the history and, and underground. Boy, those guys are such nerds it's hard not to laugh at the host because for some reason history people are just uber nerds yeah uber nerds. yeah <clears throat> all right do you want to do this ufo thing or not yeah oh sure yeah Okay, it came out this week, yesterday or the day before, that um, somebody, some dude t testified in, uh, I believe, the Senate um, that the government is sitting on crashed UFO or UAP vehicles, um, both partial and f partially wrecked and fully intact vehicles. Uh, the headline is U.S. Urge to Reveal UFO Evidence After a Claim That It Has Intact Alien Vehicles. Uh, the whistleblower, they're calling him a whistleblower, uh, former intelligence, of, uh, intelligence official. He says the government yeah, possesses these vehicles. And uh, they've been urged to disclose the evidence after this guy, a former intelligence official, says uh, that, that we have these his name is David. What did we decide his last name Grush. was? Grush. David Grush. Um, he led an analysis of unexplained uh, anomalous, anomalous phenomena. Anomalies? Yeah. Anomalies? <laughs> he worked within the U.S. Department of Defense, and he has alleged that we have these. And where did he testify? Um, Congress. Congress. <laughs> I had to use my old time. That's how they all talk. <laughs> Congress. Another guy, a U.S. intelligence official, Jonathan Gray, at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, which I didn't know existed until this morning, uh, said this is true and we do have them. Here's the problem, though. They didn't provide any proof. Okay, when you're a witness, when, when you're a witness in a trial, you don't have to provide. Evidence? The proof, right? Yeah, you don't have to provide oh, evidence. Witness. Okay. Yeah, when you're a, a witness, all you have to do is say what you saw. And I'm just having a really, I know I've been back and forth on this. Like some days I believe, some days I don't believe. I, I'm pretty firmly in the non-believing part now. Mm. Wow. Simply because it's coming from the government. It used to be UFO weirdos and people with crazy hairdos and people claiming to be abducted. And it was a lot of fun. But now we're being told by the government that, yeah, they might exist. Yeah, we've got tape. Here's, here's some tape that was shot from a fighter jet over the Pacific Ocean, blah, blah, blah. I truly believe that this is absolutely nonsense, that this is a distraction, but we can't figure out from what. This is a psyop. But who's it aimed at? 
It's di- disinformation, but it's disinformation to protect what? This mm. is what we should be looking at. Mm. What is the grift here? Why are they doing this? What What are they hiding? And this isn't just a USA thing. This is global. So Russia might have this kind of information. Uh, France, Germany, China, North Japan, Korea. North Korea. <laughs> if this is in fact true... How come we as a globe aren't banding together and trying to figure out what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's called nobody will give up ultimate power. No one, no one's, it's never going to happen. Countries aren't right. going to come together to agree because they're so hungry for power over and to dominate other places that yeah. it's not going to be a kumbaya ever. Right. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, no world leader wakes up anywhere and says, I'm just happy being the leader of a middling country. (laughs) You know, like the the goal is to become more powerful and and sustainable. What would it take, though, for the globe to come together? What would we we have? A lot of drugs. No, I I mean. (laughs) People are leaders. I mean, in. in, in, um, It would take. mm, That wouldn't even do it. I was going to say it would take a huge like invasion, like District 9, the movie, where they just descended on us, yeah. and then it still wouldn't be solved. People would be like, well, well we want to talk to them. What was the oh. Randy Quaid movie? And I think um, Will, uh, Will, what's uh, his name? Was Men it? in Black? No, no. There was a big Independence space... Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. it. And wasn't the alien spacecraft like the size of Iowa? Yeah. Would If, in fact, that did happen... Mm-hmm. And it was hanging over one of the countries. Do you think the globe would come together and say, no. uh, we got to, we got to, no. really? It's impossible. I have well, absolutely no hope. Well, we're going to be wiped out. Well, I mean, if it happens, we got to think of ways to get in there and get up in that space. <laughs> Don, all the smart people are stupid. saying, you, you're say. laughing at yourself because it's so stupid, but all the smart people are saying that. All the super intelligentsia, they're all saying, we've got to figure out a way to get off this planet mm. because we're either going to kill ourselves or an asteroid is going to kill the, the, the Earth or aliens are going to come and just get, you know, they're sick of our nonsense. We're like a big anthill on the side of your yard yeah, and they're just going to come and mow us over. And so there, all the smart people are saying we need to find a way off this planet. Well, guess what? You should have started a long time ago in the well, 50s when we found out okay. about these UFOs. Okay. And you should have started. Well, we just didn't have the technology to go to Mars yet. But that's our only option. And it's 100 million miles away. Okay. So who started NASA and the whole space thing? JFK. Yeah. Do you think that was his motivation? I wish John was here because John is, is really good at saying, Oh, oh you're in so many books. You're insane. Stop. Just <clears throat> shut up. Can you hear yourself? I wish he was here to talk me off the ledge. Oh. But do you think that's why JFK started the whole space program? To find a way off the Earth. Mm, maybe. And now we're going back to the moon. The hell do we have to go to the moon for? Well, we never went. Yeah, I was just going to say, do we have to go because we've never been there? Yeah, hello. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick showed us that we went. Sorry. Oh, with conspiracy us. Conspiracy theorists. Uh, that he, that he, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a big conspiracy that, you know, I believe in that that was a set. And that he filmed it. And the movie The Shining yeah. is all about his guilt for doing that. There are all these little Easter eggs within it that there's a whole documentary about it. 
Like he shows with all kinds of symbols everywhere that he did this and that he is not okay with it. The Shining mm-hmm. with Jack. Yeah. I mean, that's why Stephen King was like, well, you ruined that movie. Like, <laughs> you ruined that book. That's not my book. It is different. And there are so many, like, hidden things that you're like, oh, look at he's the little kids wearing an Apollo sweatshirt there. You know why I have a hard time sweater. with this? Uh, when did we go to the moon? Was it 69? Mm-hmm. I think so. Right? Uh, yeah. I have a, a 1969 snowmobile. It's a piece of crap. Wow. It's a piece of crap. You, you can't drive it for more than three hours and it breaks down. Sell it on Facebook Marketplace. The exact Ooh. date, July 20th of 1969. Okay. So and my, I, my folks woke me up for that. Um, and I, I've, I, think, I, I think I disagree. I think. You think we, we went? Yeah. Okay. Why, why? But the, the one thing that keeps me wondering is technology even in automobiles it was you know we had some muscle cars and fast cars etc etc and we had you know jets but did we have the technology to get to the moon so kenny flip-flops on ufos and aliens all the time and i flip-flop on this one like i really want to believe that it happened and i think in my heart of hearts i believe that it happened but this this might show how dumb I am. My head says logic tells me there's just no way. Well, it was all the space race. It was like we were competing with the Russians at Correct. the time. And like we just made it up. <laughs> I don't know what the motive was, but it, I think it has to do with once again countries fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have, sense. you know, and I could be wrong, but there, it's very convincing when you look at all the evidence that it was faked. The only other thing I want to say about this alien thing is all the experts that are coming, excuse me, that are coming out now, Jonathan Gray, David Grush, Lou Elizondo, Bob Lazar, they all, well, in the case of Bob, um, he's his own different weird thing. He's a self-proclaimed physicist who claims he was hired in the 80s to reverse engineer um, extraterrestrial technology. But the other ones, they all worked for the government. Mm. Um Lou Elizondo, this guy who has this TV show. Oh, yeah. He was a, a counterintelligence officer. So I'm supposed to believe anything he says. David Grush, former intelligence official. Jonathan Gray, a current U.S. intelligence official. Uh oh, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't believe these guys. If I'm standing in my backyard looking at an apple tree that I planted 10 years ago, and one of these asshats walks into my yard and says, hey, that's a nice apple tree. I would think, you know what? I bet this isn't an apple tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I do not believe, do not believe anything, anything the government, okay. you know, anything yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. All they do is lie to us. I can, I can see that. There must be some type of a, you know, PR firm that's like, a, what are we going to show to the public? You're right. I right. have a theory that I want to test out on you guys, and this, again, could show some naivety on my end. Most politicians, or let's just say senators, congressmen, presidents. Yeah, Yeah, okay. All liars, yeah. (laughs) I do feel that a lot of those people at one point when they first got into politics, they always do start with good intentions. But once you get in it and you realize how jaded it is and and how things work, and how things work, it's impossible to stay true to yourself and keep those good intentions. Yeah. Even I think politicians who come across as normal and kind people 
don't think for one second they haven't stepped on people and pushed people down elevators to get where they need That's to. That's true. And I don't mean that, that they've actually killed people. I just mean moments of opportunity. Oh, no, Some I have. Wouldn't, I Some wouldn't have. doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. But but I just, I'm at the point where I think everything about aliens and extraterrestrial beings is all just a big psyop. Oh, it's all, it's all they're, dis- they're trying to distract us from the, what's really going on? The, the thing is, and I learned this phrase a month or two ago, Get them asking the wrong questions, and we don't have to worry about the truth. And I think that's what they're doing. Ah, okay. Yeah. This is, I could talk about this forever. Really? I love this stuff. Yes. Yeah, mm. I could. Uh, but it's the end now, so. I am. <laughs> it's so sorry for being really crabby today. Uh, you turned me on to something. Complaining about that- emails. You turned me on to something that I'm fascinated by, though. The Swedish death cleaning. Yeah. I'm starting that this afternoon. Yay! Anybody want to buy an old wood boat? <laughs> I don't want your Thanks wood. Thanks for listening to news from the Crabby <laughs> Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. In less than an hour... Aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom not from tyranny oppression or persecution but from annihilation we're fighting for our right to live to exist and should we win the day The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Oh, shut up. Greatest speech in the history of presidents right there. (laughs) Thus concludes this edition of news from the Krabby Coffee Shop.